try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. The super questions for you tonight, Freak Nation. Should the clash stay or go? Should it be a part of the regular season or no? You like that, Crasher? Oh, I see what you did there. And I would play the crash if I could. The clash clash right now if I could, but we would get popped on YouTube, Facebook, and every other freaking medium that we're on. Can we sing it? No, you can't sing it. Should I? You you can't sing happy birthday either because we'll be sending sending checks to uh, freaking Lucas Oil and Mav TV to help cover our freaking... Uh, not here. How you doing, Freak Nation? Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Statman, he's here. Richard C. Suave, he's also here. Big show for you tonight. Be sure you're a part of this big old thing. Twitter, Instagram, of course, Facebook Live, Mad TV, Lucas Oil, Speed Freaks, Worldwide Technology Raceway. I could go on and on. We got uh, every which way to listen and to watch us tonight. Remember, it's a radio show that we put some makeup on from time to time and put this damn thing out on video. Yeah, the, the question now is, if I'm headbanging to some music in my head, am I going to have to pay some money to somebody <laughs> for the music that's, my, that's bumping around in my head? Just keep it inside the head. Hold on a second. That's true. I wonder if there are video rights to headbanging. If I mean, if you're headbanging to... For whom the bell tolls, Metallica. They're going, Stab Mads, he's headbanging for whom the bell tolls. We can't hear the song, but damn it, yeah, he's got the rhythm. Go. We got it. He's got to pay rights. Exactly. I'm headbanging to some Wiz Khalifa. That oh. was a, okay. Can we just get into it? Vibing and dancing. Vibing and dancing. Great music. Everybody was happy. We didn't see, or at least I didn't see a ton of it as I was trying to get ready for the show. But what I saw, I loved. You guys? Now, the one thing that is different after the Wiz Khalifa concert, most of the red flags or the yellow flags that happened were right around the stage where probably there was a little residue left from the concert. Uh, <laughs> a little weed? Yeah, well. Your name I don't know. is Wiz Khalifa. You better have the essence de la mer <laughs> hanging around you, right? You're in Southern yeah. California where it's been legal for many freaking years, right? The drivers were banging into each other and spinning out and cars were going every which way. And for, it took them about 45 minutes to get the next 10 laps done. Oh, it really did. Yeah, we're finally, I think at what, 40-ish laps to go. But yeah, it did take 45 minutes to get those first 10 laps going after the Wiz Khalifa concert, so. That was, and, and now I see why. Thank you for clarifying yeah, that. So there was, there was some serious vibing <laughs> going on in addition to the dancing. So Freak Nation, again, the clash, we've got what? Uh, another 50 laps left. They were hoping to oh, have yeah, it done sure. by what? Eight o'clock, where the hell are we? Uh, seven o'clock Pacific. Oops. Uh, but it ain't happening. It's not happening. I think they said after Wiz Khalifa, 
there it was the longest green flag run then of course someone crapped the bed and they went into a yellow flag so we'll give you the results as they happen during the race or excuse me during the show freak nation a lot of talk going on about the clash crasher what's the highlight that you're seeing so far with the clash with khalifa right actually people are excited they say they think it's better than last year's clash and i mean last year none of us knew what to expect it was all it was all brand new for all of us and we seem to get a lot of positive vibes coming out of that one but it seems like people are happier this year is it you guys tell me is it a driving thing is it just a a vibing thing like we've talked about is it both no i think it the drivers know a little bit more of what to expect and they're driving a little better a little smarter and uh Heats didn't take uh, four or five days to get over like they did last year. Yeah, valid. What about this format, Statman? Is this a format that you would like to see moving forward? Again, hearing last chance qualifier puts me at turn four at Irwindale Speedway or at Paris Auto Speedway in Southern California. When you hear last chance qualifier, I think of sprint cars. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it's just what it is. No, I love the idea of heats and uh, the shows. Instead of droning on for six hours and the drivers bored to tears and me taking naps, I would love to see them have something like this as a regular occurrence in the regular season. Uh, and now the way they have it, the feature is only 150 laps. That's doable, and it all makes sense. You still have an afternoon of racing to get all the commercials in. What say you, Freak Nation? You could chime in on our chat rooms. Chat rooms. Oh, my gosh. That's do 20 I years sound, ago. Do I sound like uh, <laughs> some dude that was born in 1936? <laughs> the old genre of NASCAR? Yeah, chat rooms. Come on, welcome to my chat room there, Skipjack. Oh, Don't you hit me smokes. up on the internet at the WWWs. Oh, you can hit us up on our comments on YouTube <laughs> and Facebook Live, Freak Nation, or chime in on Twitter at Speed Freaks. I could see this happening, Statman, with the smaller tracks. Martinsville. Bristol, and again, just it doesn't have to be for every race. It's similar. It to It shouldn't be because then it would get far too diluted. Oh, you imagine that happening yeah, no, at Talladega? Nope, nope. nope, nope. <laughs> Last chance qualifier Talladega. No, this is the shortest. Mix it up. Again, I know Statman's not a fan of the four wide nationals, but geez, just mix it up, man. That's how I see it. Why and not? The, yeah, the the uh, trioval at Pocono is the dullest race in the history of man. And if they could do yes. something like this at the trioval with those long, endless straights, I mean, it just, wow. They need to do something different there. Yeah, I'm not sure if you could do this format successfully at a large track like that, but you're right. Pocono needs help. And it's a shame because Pocono has so much history with both NASCAR and IndyCar. And I just, I hate to see races like that become so boring. So yeah, I'm with you, Kenny. Mix things up. I mean, we've got different race distances throughout the country. We've got so many more road courses and street circuits. Well, this year, street circuit in Chicago. But yeah, something like this with entertainment smack in the middle of it. Like you said, last chance qualifiers, heat races leading into it, just like a Saturday night dirt track race. Yes, more of that, please. More of difference. People don't like change, but when change happens and brings in new eyeballs, you got to love it. I I know it's hard to accept things like change to your very, very old school sport, but 
it's good for the future. It's good for the longevity of basically this sport and other sports moving forward. You have to have differences. Again, you're moving this. You've got this in Southern California. You've got this for the second year in Southern California. You're introducing it to new eyeballs. I'm not married to the clash being in California. I, I, I understand the significance in the freaking Coliseum. I get it. But that was so last year. Why not move it around? I I understand that Oregon or Washington's too freaking oh, cold. Oh, Statman is shaking his head. No, putting it into the Coliseum with the quarter mile track. I think the big show here is the quarter mile track. That's the difference. They're going slower. They're racing. It's not just a speed contest. They're racing each other, and you're finding some different names at the front of the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I like that instead of of having the same people every week droning on you got some racing going on and well, that's, Stat, that's why don't good. you put this quarter mile track i'm talking about it in other areas where people don't go i'm not i'm not saying change the track take the same freaking format every february and put it somewhere different where people aren't going well like you just answered yourself right there every february if it's going to stay in february and not a mid-season something you are limited on markets period exactly you could always have an ice race in, uh, That's the race of champions that was last yeah, Right, weekend. exactly. You could have an ice race, the cars sliding around, and we're going running into snow banks and uh, everywhere else but Los Angeles. Listen, take it away from boring ass Homestead and put it in the freaking. Where's the Citrus Bowl? What stadium is that? Is that Miami? Orlando? Orlando. Freaking yeah. Orlando. Okay. Are you kidding me? You're onto the something there. D- Disney World, Universal. Yeah, they could they could uh, paint a, a marina like they did in Miami. They could paint the marina at Turn Four, and uh, oh, slamming F one there a little bit. <laughs> Put it in Houston. Well, Texas got the crap beat out of them with uh, the weather this last week. Where they <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know this this week the only place you could hold this thing is in Los Angeles. Yeah, that's with climate change coming along. That may be the case for a while. You know, think about that stat, man. It has been raining bonkers over the last month, month and a half in Southern California. And the clouds dispersed and they were able to get this track laid. Imagine trying to lay this track down when it was just crapping hard on those guys (laughs) for the last six, seven weeks. Yeah, that would be no fun. I'm glad I wasn't on that job committee. Oh, yeah. Well, at least they got it done. This is a good show. I'm anybody that listens to the show knows I'm not a big NASCAR fan, but they're they're putting it through the goalposts this last two years. I think this race has changed many perceptions of NASCAR and you're holding it in South Central as a rap show. And there weren't any armed guards like they were in the Southern California desert for another race series. Okay. I like that. It's a rap show. Rap show and NASCAR. <laughs> yeah. That just, not that five uh, years ago, who'd have thought that would be the case, you know? Right. Well, it's interesting you guys say that. I don't know if we will have enough time in this show to go over this, but there are still those pockets of people throughout social media right now that are upset that it's not country music. And we had this conversation on Speed Freaks about 20 years ago saying, get out of your country stereotype, expand your horizons musically. Because again, like we were talking about with change, look at the time. You need, yep, you need more eyeballs, different eyeballs to move forward. All right, Freak Nation, we will continue this conversation. We'll get to your comments on YouTube and Facebook Live. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, Redefined. 
It's more than just a slogan. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3. General Tire delivers for whatever you do. Check out GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressively styling the speed freaks since 2001. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. It's edgy and downright offensive at times. So he wins my What an Idiot for the month of July. See the world of NASCAR through their eyes. Hey, it's TJ, Brett, and Freddie. Superstar guests and plenty of hot takes. And we are door bumper clear. NASCAR hits Mad TV with door bumper clear. Only on Mad TV, Motorsports Network. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. For more than 30 years, Lucas Oil Products has been solving some of the most difficult mechanical problems in the automotive, marine, and industrial industries. From our original Core 4 products, heavy-duty oil stabilizer, power steering, stop leak, transmission fix, and fuel treatment, we have now developed over 400 custom products to help solve some of the world's toughest mechanical issues. Go to lucasoil.com to see what we have in store for you. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. Do yourself a favor, go to lucasoil.com and check out the line of products to keep all. Your ride's fat and happy. Two-wheel, four-wheel, inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, outside your car. Lucas Oil Speedwax, yep, baby. Go to lucasoil.com. That's lucasoil.com. Coming up in about 15 minutes, your Rolex 24-hour winner. His name is Colin Brown. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation. But first, Crash, you want to get into some pit news and notamage? 
I can do that. All right. I can do that. We had, let's see, Supercross in Houston. We had Monster Jam in Indianapolis, NHRA testing in Gainesville, IndyCar got thermal in SoCal, and of course, NASCAR is officially back as we are watching right now as we speak. They're clashing in Los Angeles in the Coliseum. Let's start with Supercross, racing their first time outside of California this year, believe it or not. Hunter Lawrence just dominated the 250s, leading all but two laps to the win. The 450s were also dominated, but the storyline was certainly different. Eli Tomac's points lead was down to four after last weekend's wicked triple crown, but he gained on the title with a win in Texas. However, and Kenny, I'm going to ask you a little something on this. All right. Not until after the race was red flagged. When have you seen a red flag race in Supercross? Well, when there's a gnarly freaking injury. And it was. This was, his, is... this was his teammate, Dylan yeah. Ferrandis. Unfortunately, had a wicked crash in the whoops and was knocked unconscious. Good news. He was, after a while, able to stand up on his own, walk off the track, and then he had to be treated for a concussion. Yeah, I saw him in the back Scary. of a cart yeah. with a neck brace on. So, And he was sitting up. He wasn't on a gurney or anything of that right. nature. It's just scary. He was knocked unconscious. But Eli Tomac goes on to the win, yet his teammate was lying on the track for a while. It's just wicked again. All right, in Florida, winter testing heated up for the NHRA. And even though there's not a lot of news that really ever gets discussed with the super secret half and full passes, we did learn that fueler Josh Hart, he adopted a baby boy with his wife. Tony Stewart's Mopar cars are going sublime green. Right trailers will be back to support Camry Caruso. And thank goodness, the season opening Gator Nationals are just one month away. Also in March. That's, I'm sorry. That's still, that's still. I know. Wait, stat, man. Come on, man. When you're hearing the kickoff for the NHRA season in Gainesville. And it's in March, not February. And it's in March, bro. And they're going to have the winter freaking Nationals at Pomona in the middle of March. Well, no, wait a minute. You talk about changes and getting used to change. They're, you know, I don't like it. I hate it. It's supposed to start the Winter Nationals at Pomona. But if you're going to like change, then you got to change it all the time. Just getting ready for it. My my problem is this, is it's the middle of freaking March. Why why don't we get started earlier? That's my. Oh, well. You can start in Vegas. I don't give a damn where you start this. Right. Okay. They're not going to move the Gator Nationals from spring break week in Florida. Mm-hmm. Or one of the biggest spring break weeks in Florida. So, yeah, no, that's staying on that week. So, you're right. Open it in Vegas. It, don't, it doesn't have to be Pomona. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just weird because we're watching the Clash right now. NHRA Pomona's Winter Nationals used to be the same weekend as the Clash. I don't think it's been that way for maybe five or six years now. But it used to be consistently NHRA Winter Nationals. We would be at a bar after qualifying on Saturday in Pomona <laughs> watching the Clash on the TV. It's just the operative mind. term being we were being a bar. <laughs> yeah, we were at a bar. Imagine that, right? Okay, IndyCar will also debut in March on the streets of St. Petersburg. But this weekend, they ran behind armed guards at the Thermal Club outside of Palm Springs. I kid. Actually, no, I don't kid because they really did have to go behind armed guards. That part of my tweet the other day was, "Mm -hmm." but here's the deal. They are running in a country club type atmosphere surrounded by multi-million dollar estates. Well, so, listen, when, I get and, it. and Statman's, I get it. Statman's old enough. I don't know about Richie C. Suave. Suave, when you hear country club, what's the first thing that comes to mind, Broham? Old white people. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Richie, you hear country club. My man. Like, no. <laughs> the, and, mother, and I understand. The millennial you know, speaks. 
Yeah. You want to have people, you want to have your billion dollar <laughs> abodes protected, but putting your freaking test behind gates and armed guards. It's not, they were invited there, and I, that, I those it. are the rules of, the, of okay. that club. That's the bottom line. The club. All right. Media content was very entertaining. Much of that we are going to be seeing over the next couple of weeks. Double points. Get this. Double points for the Indy 500. It was announced. They're finally being dropped. Marcus Erickson and Chip Ganassi received their baby Borgs. Baby Borg Warner trophies. Typically done in the month of May. Holton Herta led two sessions of running. Marcus Erickson read, led the third. But when all was said and done, a new name was on top of the speed charts. Congrats. Kyle freaking Kirkwood. And is anyone else still singing Wiz Khalifa? Holy cow, we only have 10 to go. We This last part of the last half of the second half have actually flown by pretty fast. But Wiz Khalifa still on my mind. 10 to go. Who, are, who do we have leading? My eyes are bad. My eyes are old. Truex. Martin Truex. Mm-hmm. Martin Truex. Oh, and look at that. Austin Dillon with Lucas Oil sponsorship. Sitting number two. We like that. It's still tough for me to get used to the fact that weed is legal in many more places than it was, again, three or four years ago. And the fact that weed is legal in Southern California, and why not? I know you can't smoke in non-smoking areas, but they have smoking areas outside of the Coliseum. Curious if it's uh, being attended by a few more people. Stat man, uh, lighten up the spliff. Yeah. Who knows why they're there? I mean, it's something to do. It's the weekend between the NFL season and the Super Bowl. It's, I think that uh, timing is perfect. Yeah, there's a whole host of things to do. Plus the Wiz Khalifa concert. And uh, they had, uh, Cy- was it Cypress Hill? They were there earlier. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good show. And there's no country music anywhere. <laughs> All right. Well, this is an interesting. According to Michael Brian Poe, who chimed in on Facebook, he says that was Khalifa is about as irrelevant at a NASCAR race as Prohibition is at a bar now. Okay. You're entitled Uh, to your opinion, but come on, dude. You Uh, have to evolve as well. Jerry McBride. No, he doesn't. Be whatever he wants. That valid. Again, I have zero Wiz Khalifa records or downloads. I'm not a fan, but I get it. It was fun, though. I mean, I've got a freaking West Side Connection mm-hmm. platinum record on my wall right here. I didn't know those guys until I was allowed to go deep into rap back in the day. I like them. But uh, checking in with Jerry McBride on Facebook, she says, or he says, needs to go back to Daytona talking about The Clash. Okay. That's actually a very intriguing point. We talked about, hey, you know, let this tour the country. Unfortunately, weather is going to hold that back if they decide to keep it in the month of February. But why not East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, West Coast? I don't think that would be a bad thing. Now, Brian is evidently keeping close tabs on us because he chimed right back in. He says, I get what they're trying to do, but better people they can choose from for the demographic. All right. Okay, hold on. Then Michael Bryan, comment Oh, yikes. Bubba Wallace in the wall. Comment who you think would be better for the demographic. If, you, if you're not a fan of rap, fine. But what what do you think would work better for the demographic? Because country is just 
Woo, country music has just gone through the NASCAR ranks and it's it's super saturated. I don't think that's a smart move for them. So what else? What what would be a better yeah, hmm, what would be a better group of music? Well, it depends uh, on the audience you're after. If you're after an urban audience, you need urban music. If you're after yeah. a, a, a non-urban audience, then you need non-urban music. It's mm-hmm. pretty simple. They want to expand the audience, get the young people that they have in the seats this year, and uh, hopefully for every 100 people they gather, they'll get uh, one or two new fans, and uh, they'll be able to survive and pay the bills. All the people that want them to go back to Daytona and get country music and maybe Rebel Flags, then they uh, you know when they when they run out of money because the advertisers don't see the uh, the people there. What are you going to do then? Well, I think Jerry, who was saying bring it back to Daytona, I don't think Jerry was saying anything about music. She just wants the location. You know, like I was saying before, Kenny brought up more of Michael's comments: East Coast, West Coast, East Coast, West Coast. I think that's a fabulous idea. Back and forth, alternate years. Well, that's hate, Statman. That's rap. The East Coast, West Coast rivalry. Why not? <laughs> yeah, right. There you go. Right. And I like Michael chimed in. We asked him, who do you want in music? He said, Jay-Z. Right? I'm down with that. I'm down with that, too. Absolutely. What's Khalifa? What, 39 million followers or something wacky like that on Twitter? Oh. All right, Freak Nation, when we resume, your winner from the Rolex 24-hour, Colin Brown. Four-time Rolex 24-hour. We caught up with him earlier. And the animation for some of these drivers was spectacular. Uh, we'll get to that. Oh, no. Coming up, Deep Freaks Bits and the Lucas Oil Studios. See you up, Rich. Radio redefined. Do you have an idea for a book, fiction, nonfiction, or a children's book? We can help you put it together and bring it to market at Dorrance Publishing. We have thousands of testimonials from people just like you that we've helped get their books sold in stores and online. We've even got a service called The Writer's Coach. It's perfect for people that have a book idea in their head and they just need someone to help them put it on paper. Torrance Book Publishing has been helping people just like you who have a book idea, written or not, for over 100 years. Imagine being counted among the most famous authors in the world with your very own book. Call right now and let us help you turn a book idea into reality. It's easier than you think. You just need a little help. Call us now. 800-879-4098. 800-879-4098. 800-879-4098. That's 800-879-4098. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their legacy of speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. 
The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois Self Tourism. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do, it's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio Redefined. I can't tell you enough. Go to lucasoil.com and even better go to generaltire.com to find the tires for your righteous ride. Go to generaltire.com. It's still wet out there and it's still cold. Get yourself a new set of general tires on that fat ride of yours. Uh, check it out at generaltire.com. His name is Colin Brown, one of four drivers who won the Daytona 24-hour with Michael Shank Racing. Been in the Freak Nation many, many times, and he joins us now. Here are the Freaks. Colin, let's start off with this. If you're watching this interview on YouTube or Facebook Live, I've got a bone to pick with whoever uh, shot this picture. Uh, (laughs) Why are you in the back in this picture, Uh buddy? Well, I think when you have Indy 500 champions, you know, Simon with one and Elio with four, uh, I guess those guys automatically go to the front. I think that's probably only fair, to be honest. Yeah, but hold on a second. Who are the full-time drivers? <laughs> we're in the back, you know. We've, we're backing those guys up. Oh, Colin geez. Brown, you've got more <laughs> spins in a freaking sports car than any of those happy bastards combined. I think you 
And Blumquist need to be out front. Let Aleo and Simon just sit down there and just hope to be in the damn picture. Hey, man, you know, I don't, I, yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, Elio, you know, he's got everybody on age as well. So, um, you know, yeah, age before beauty, I guess. <laughs> age before beauty. Can you put that picture back up there again? Who posed you guys? Because Elio's like, he's like, oh, it's like he's trying to get out of the picture real quick. Like, <laughs> and then you've got this, hey, don't mess with me. I'm Colin Brown. Look. And, and you got Simon looks a little bit like a Superman, you know, kind of <laughs> Superman cape look. It's a good photo. It's a good photo for sure. Well, Colin, you guys were the talk the entire week, two weeks leading up to this because you guys had figured something out. You guys, Wayne Taylor, and you guys figured something out that other teams, manufacturers with this new car did not. However, when it came to the race, you guys had gearbox issues. You truly thought the car might blow up. So again, I want to ask you, what did you figure out before the race? What did you figure out during the race to keep things going in the right momentum onto the win? Well, that's a good question for sure. And, you know, I think on our end, we just, uh, no mat- magic bullet, no big secret. No, you know, we just really honestly did all of our, our sort of preseason testing, just getting used to the car, understanding the tools that we have in this GTP car. I mean, so many settings, so many things to adjust on the, on, in, in the cockpit that, that changed the balance of the car. We honestly didn't get a chance to really work too much on springs and bars and sort of those normal setup things you work on. And so maybe we got lucky because we didn't uh, spin ourselves in a big circle. We just use the tools that, you know, our Acura HPD car had. And we just focused on getting laps and trying to understand, uh, you know, kind of to optimize what we had and, and knew our, our limitations in, in the fact that, Hey, we got to put miles on this. We got to learn how to drive it as is, and just focus on, you know, refining the small details we could rather than try to reinvent the wheel. And so I think that was a big, uh, big part of it. And, you know, these guys, I mean, man, at Meyer Shank, great team. They won the championship last year. They obviously won the race, the 24 hours of Daytona race the year before. So I think we had good momentum. We had great chemistry. Um, you know, me being new to the team, uh, I got along with everyone well, and, and those guys really welcomed me in. And so I think when you have good chemistry and just a great group of people, um, you know, good things happen. Colin Brown, I want to say this, and we, this isn't a question, but I just want to say, you all the the insanity that people threw at you when you were racing in the trucks and Xfinity, you more than answered, told them to go someplace and <laughs> kiss your tail because you've won two championships since then and drove the car 200 miles an hour at Daytona, which none of them will even get a chance to do because nobody will ask them. <laughs> so congratulations on that. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been uh Man, it's been a wild career for sure. You know, I feel like, uh, you know, between my first stint in sports cars, my stint at NASCAR, my last 10 years driving for, for Colorado Sport in uh, in sports cars, and now, you know, starting this new chapter with Meyer Shank. I mean, yeah, it's been, you know, it's been, for me, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, I think, um, yeah, I've enjoyed every piece of it and learned a ton along the way for sure. So you got to tell me, I'm, I'm jumping in here on purpose, Kenny and crash. You got to tell me what it's like to drive a Ford at 200 mile an hour. Plus I know you're in an Acura now, but 200 mile an hour. Plus when you come off the banking, your eyes got to be bugging out of that helmet and you're, you can't be breathing. You ain't got time to breathe. 
Man, they sure are. I'll tell you, we uh, we set that speed record around Daytona handful of years ago, actually with uh, the Meyer Shank team. They were the ones operating the program. And so, yeah, I mean, we averaged uh, 200 and I think 28 miles an hour around Daytona and set that uh, that speed record around there. Uh, honestly, I thought it was going to be pretty easy. I mean, you know, these sports cars, they go 190, 195 miles an hour. Uh, often on the on the road course setup at Daytona. So I thought, man, when we get to do in the speed run, we'll just crank the power up and we'll knock this thing out in no time. But I'll tell you, that, uh, that extra 30, 35 miles an hour between 190 and, and 230 is a lot of, of effort. I mean, man, it's not like going 60 to 90. I mean, that's a huge step in speed and edginess and the feel and all of that. So, yeah, it was definitely, uh, you know, a lot of, uh, yeah, pucker moment and, you know, just like, I hope this is over and it ends well. And thankfully it did. But, yeah, quick funny story on that one, too. We were actually uh, testing down there to try to break the record, doing it, kind of the install laps and getting going. And and uh, on that car, it had a little uh, speed indicator. And in sports cars, you never go really above 200. So it would max out at 199 miles an hour. And that's all it would say. And so we got to the point where we were going just above 200. So I knew we were getting close to beating Bill Elliott's record, I think it was like 211 or 212. And uh, But I had no idea. I just knew we were somewhere above 199 miles an hour. Came off of uh, NASCAR turn four. Mike Shank got on the radio and he said, man, you're on fire. You're on fire. And I'm like, I know. I know. We're going so fast. This is incredible. This is crazy. And he's like, no, no. You're like actually on fire. Stop, 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 stop. I just thought he was talking about, you know, we're hauling the mail and breaking records and we're on fire. But uh, yeah, we actually had a little misstep and then got it back sorted out and uh, came back a couple weeks later and broke the record. What's it like to have somebody in your ear at 200 mile an hour plus? The last thing you got time to do is listen to somebody talk to you. Yeah, I, I just heard that you're on fire part and instantly being the racer that I am was like, oh, man, we're doing great. We're, we're probably breaking the record right now. The last thing I thought about was like, we're actually on fire. I never even thought that would be a possibility. I mean, we're talking several years ago that this happened. Can you look back now and make any connection as to that's how you got your ride with Michael Shank now and as a Daytona or a 24 hour Daytona winner with the team now? I, I, you know, I think it's a, it's a part of it for sure. We had a good relationship uh, a couple of years before that, when I was doing NASCAR racing for Ford, um, Ford actually placed me with his team for the 24 hour race as well. So I've worked with Mike and driven for him a couple of different times and always had a massive amount of respect. I mean, what he's been able to build and achieve, you know, particularly here in the last three or four years has been uh, incredible. And so, yeah, I think, you know, all those kind of things help, you know, being a presence in the paddock and always checking in and chatting with him. I think uh, all those little pieces add up for sure. Colin Brown, four-time, four-time Rolex 24-hour champion, including uh, this year's 24-hour champion, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And you go through your resume, Colin, and you look at the teams that you've driven for, and again, it comes up in conversation with your NASCAR career. Is that door still open for uh, a contract drive or is it just you just get your Jones off of turning left and right in a sports car? 
man, I got to tell you, driving that Acura GTP car is uh, is pretty darn fun. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're so fast in a straight line now. Um, you know, the downforce they make, the the level of grip they make. I mean, man, it is a blast to drive. So, um, you know, hey, I'm still open to anything, right? I'm a, I'm a race car driver. I love driving race cars, whatever it is. Uh, all of the guys actually on the team were giving me a hard time for sort of having this reputation for jumping in and driving anything and everything. <laughs> Between the four of you guys, Collar Brown, four-time Rolex 24-hour champion, and be honest here, who had the the better information on driving this race and this car just from history of sports car racing yeah that's a good question you know i think in the preseason i would say tom uh has done more tests so he did a couple of tests before i got hired and then obviously with elio and and simon's indycar commitments those guys weren't able to make all the preseason testing so i would say tom had a bit more you know experience a bit more time in the car and was there from day one uh on the development side of the car um and then you know second probably was was myself i i got ingrained in there pretty pretty early on and was a part of a lot of the you know first few tests and so um yeah a lot of information though man these cars are complicated to drive so many settings so many adjustments so many tools we have to to change things with the hybrid system uh in play i mean it's uh it's awesome as a driver speed freaks motorsports radio redefined one of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. 
Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Brought to you in part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-745-3070. That's 800-745-3070. General Tire delivers. Man, new car, new oil. What kind of oil should I put in this thing? I can't figure that out. I got to get something. I'm here in the ATPA pits. Maybe I ought to go check somebody out, see what they suggest. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. Lucas Oil. Keep that engine alive. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Sometimes I just don't understand the mindset of motorsports marketing. And the golden chalice, of course, is audience, where to get it and how to keep it. NASCAR has been turning over rocks for 20 years, looking for more people to look at its shows. Last year, it found one answer in South Central Los Angeles, of all places. It put a show in the L.A. Coliseum and bought in urban entertainment to support it. Their reward was box office and TV ratings success. Then there's IndyCar. Its audience is shrinking no matter what it believes or what it tells us. So what's it do? This week it put its preseason show behind armed guards in bulletproof vests at a millionaire's retreat in the Southern California desert. To top it off, they called the affair an open test. I'll give them this. I wasn't there, but if you think enough of me, a fan, and a member of the media that talks to fans, if you think enough of me to hide behind armed guards on streets paved with gold, you miss the point entirely. You don't need to be in South Central, but you need to be somewhere where armed guards aren't needed to keep me away. Didn't you think what this looked like? Obviously not. Peace. Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios. That's your stat man, Scat, talking about Thermal California, where IndyCar decided to lay their testing over the weekend and over the week. We'll get to that in moments, but your results from the clash, Crash Gladys? So last year, Joey Logano won the clash and won the championship. Hey. Martin Truex Jr. won this many races. I'm holding up a goose egg. Zero races last year. He just won the clash. 
I'm going to say Martin Truex Jr. for the championship. You're, so you get on the Statman bandwagon. He no. Statman's been fueling the Martin Truex bandwagon for what? Statman 10, 15 years? Oh, at least. He had some bad news where he and his wife, uh, you know, they're not going to oh, that was continue on. Uh, the one thing they were talking about during the race was uh, uh, Joey Logano in car 22 won in 2022. And uh, Daryl Wallace was leading uh, for a while and uh, car 23. And they were thinking maybe the, he'll win this year, but wasn't to be. Um, nope. Martin Jurex. Martin Jurex Jr. wins the clash, wins the championship. We can just move on to 2024 now. In car 19. He's three car years. 19, right? He's yeah, four no. years late. So, again, you can chime in on our comments page on Facebook and, again, on YouTube. What do you think of the clash? Uh, if you look at the comments right now, not the, the majority of the people aren't a fan of the clash. And, again, it's just an exhibition race. Can't put a whole lot of credence into this. Well, hold on. The majority of the people listening and interacting with us tonight. Correct. Because the comments I saw on Twitter throughout the night tonight were overwhelmingly positive. Got it. So you can still chime in on that. Coming up next hour, we have love this. His name is, of course, he's the front man for sticks. Lawrence Galwin will be here in the Freak Nation. That's right. They had a residency for four or five days in Las Vegas at the Venetian, I believe, and that just wrapped up over the weekend. But your front man from Sticks been there for almost as long as we've been doing the show. He'll be joining us mm-hmm. next hour. And the animation for the drivers in the Clash was, was greatness. We'll get to that. Oh, that's right. We have to get to that. <laughs> the cartoony character. What do they? What do you call that? It's not just animation. It's a certain kind of animation, cartoonish graphic. There's, Richie, yeah, well, Richie, on, Richie. Help us out. I don't know exactly what you call it, but it was some sort of artistic interpretation that was really, really bad. Would you call it anime? Ah, uh, no, it's not. No, no comic was, bookie's uh, the closest. It is comic bookie. There you go. I like that. Comic bookie animation. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Technical term. That Sold. sounds like one of the wrestlers from WWE. Comic hey, bookie. Six, six minutes. Let's talk a little bit about IndyCar and IndyCar testing. And Statman Scat was talking about behind armed guards. And again, it's the perception versus the, the actual reality. The perception is, is that the IndyCar testing in Thermal, California, if you look at this country club of sorts where this racetrack is and these millionaire, billionaire owners of houses and cars and planes and so forth, they hire armed guards at gate stations Someone said turrets in gate stations <laughs> to, to look over their property. And visually speaking, uh, it wasn't a good look for IndyCar. Granted, Crasher, I know what you're saying. They were invited there, but the look just wasn't that appealing for some. It seems like, okay, I, I get that they were potentially enamored by this gorgeous place to do their preseason testing, but... Yes, you're a series that does need or could benefit from many, many more eyeballs. So why not do it at a place like Laguna Seca, good weather, a race that's on your schedule, on your calendar and where fans can go? I just. Yeah, that's that's just my opinion. Obviously, people are going to have many different opinions on this. I would have preferred this to be either Barbara Motorsports Park in Atlanta or in Alabama or Laguna Seca in California. 
Yeah, or even California Speedway. If you're going to race at Laguna Seca, then go someplace where you're not going to race. They have a road course there, plus an oval. You can get a lot done. Uh, There's a lot of places they could have gone besides uh, behind a gate with armed guards. I mean, the, the look wasn't good at all and uh, you just can't help but think that the same decisions that that killed Champ Car and Cart uh, are being made here and you don't want IndyCar to go away this this is not for the owners and the drivers this is for the fans they're selling fans not that's how they make their money selling fans and uh, this is not a way to attract fans in my hey, book. Richie, you were out at Phoenix Raceway for some of the testing mm-hmm. what, a week and a half ago. Did they allow fans in for that testing? They did. I, I was out there on Wednesday afternoon, which was a closed test of the public. But on Tuesday, it was an open test of the public. And actually, on Wednesday, when I showed up, uh, the security guard there told me that they we're still having people showing up thinking it was an open test and she had to turn away people from showing up on Wednesday as well. So I can't speak to how many people showed up. I did see some people on social media on the speed freaks, Twitter timeline of people posting pictures. I saw a Phoenix raceway retweeting a lot of people who were there and seemed to be having a good time on a Tuesday afternoon in Phoenix, Arizona. It was a beautiful day in the sixties and you know, I don't know how many exactly how many people showed up, but a decent amount of people, as far as social media concerned, showed up to watch some NASCAR race cars test out new mufflers mm-hmm. at uh, Phoenix Raceway it was last week, right? The week before. Week before last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, wow. Time flies. And again, it's like Statman said in the in the scad. I'm just reiterating the look. I don't care why they were there. Just the look of dudes with armor and freaking vests, Kevlar vests. It just darn it, man. You just think. Uh, who did, who let that fly? Who was the was it, was it Roger Pinsky? Everything comes from. I mean, he gives the ultimate final yes or no. Here's the deal. Richie just sent this to us. The Thermal Club wants to host an IndyCar race after the test debut, or after this test has. Well, yeah, the test is done. Okay. The debut is done. Now they're saying they want to host a race. How are they going to do? How are they going to get around the armed guard thing then? Yeah, they're worried about, they say that they have these million dollar properties behind this gate and they're worried about people doing something to the million dollar properties. Uh, Those are drivers and team owners and media. They were the only people there. Uh, It's, it, it, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know where they thought this was a good idea. Later on that same article crash real quick. Sorry, Kenny. Um, the, they went on to say that for if they were to hold an actual race there, only 4,000 people would be able oh. to attend. Oh. And that's it. Oh. What? That's it. So right, 4, right, now, people. right now, with no other seating being brought in, that's great English, I understand, <laughs> that, that 4,000. So they'd need to bring in another... So this easy. would be a premium oh. event for a premium crowd that oh, comes straight oh. from... The uh, the the heads of the of the track there. Each yeah. ticket would cost about fifteen hundred dollars. I guess if you could afford a ten million dollar house, then you can afford fifteen hundred dollars for a ticket. That would be the worst. Okay, I'll make this quick, but 
That's what Formula One is doing to the American racing fan right now. They're charging 5,000 plus for tickets. Premium ticket, premium crowd. Is well, that where that's, we're going? That's Formula One. I IndyCar. Know. IndyCar could not do they that. They've got one toe left on those two feet. They keep shooting themselves in the freaking foot. All right, Big Nation. Come up next hour. Come sail away with a blue-collar man. Sticks. Coming up at Speed Freaks Pits. And this anime, comic booky animation that Fox came up with is greatness. More Freaks. Coming up. Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. As a trucker, you've seen every kind of road condition out there. One of the toughest is icy, freezing weather, which can thicken diesel fuel and plug system filters. That's why you need Lucas Anti-Gel Cold Weather Diesel Treat. It prevents fuel gelling in extremely cold temperatures, lowers the cold filter plugging point of diesel and biodiesel fuels, and removes moisture from the entire fuel system. In turn, you get maximum performance and reliability. For more info, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil, keep that engine alive. It's edgy and downright offensive at times. So he wins my What an Idiot for the month of July. See the world of NASCAR through their eyes. Hey, it's TJ, Brett, and Freddie. Superstar guests and plenty of hot takes. And we are door bumper clear. NASCAR hits Mad TV with door bumper clear. Only on Mad TV, Motorsports Network. The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Brought to you by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-569-5802. 800-569-5802. That's 800-569-5802. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, 
taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-745-3070. That's 800-745-3070. Sports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the freaks. Freak Nation, second hour coming up. The front man from the band Sticks, one of the greatest rock and roll bands in the history of mankind. Blue Collar Man, Come Sail Away, many, many multi-platinum albums. He'll be joining us here in the Freak Nation, the second hour of the Freaks. The Clash wrapped up. Crasher, real quick. I know we've got, uh, well, are we going to put news and notes this hour? No, nah, we don't need to do right, news and notes anymore. Uh, for those just tuning in, give them the, the latest on The Clash. Your one, Southern two, California. three, Martin Truex Jr., number one, did not win a single race last year. Oh, hi, opening 2023. Look who I am, Martin Truex Jr. And number two and number three, Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch. Yes, Kyle Busch in his new RCR ride. Hmm. Mm. That's pretty interesting. And judging by the comments on our feed... They seem to be contrary to many that you see on Twitter. Is that true? Twitter Suave overall, and yeah, I, yeah, correct. Suave, what do you see on Twitter? Because what I was watching before we went live here, as the clash was going on, before the clash, during the heat races, I saw nothing but positivity. People were pumped. It was. I saw mostly positive stuff as well. It is Grammys night, so the Grammys are actually still going on right now. So if you look at the trending page on your Twitter feed, NASCAR is all the way down at number 26. Everything else is pretty much all Grammys tonight to put things in a little bit of perspective, um, which kind of stinks for NASCAR, obviously. But other than that, like as far as the racing goes and the event as a whole, everybody seemed to like the racing more this year than last year. The biggest problem people had was it took way too long to finish 150 laps on a track that is only a quarter mile in distance because there were 15 cautions this year in the main event, which was ridiculous. So it took way too long. And that's that was People were complaining about that quite a bit. I saw Scott McLaughlin, the IndyCar driver, was complaining 
about how long the race was going on because how many cautions there were. So other than that, people in attendance seemed to have a great time. I think that was the biggest key. The people there going to the first NASCAR race, the number I saw this year was somewhere around 40% of people who were going to the clash this year were attending their first NASCAR race this year. And if they had a good time, that's the important thing. That's why NASCAR is doing this. It's for the TV audience, yes, but it's for growing the sport and creating more fans. And if that's what the, if that's what they get out of it, and they created 5,000, 6,000, 7,000 new fans that are going to keep going back to more NASCAR races, going to the Clash again next year, that's the important thing. More importantly, are they going to watch on television? They don't, have, they don't have to go to the event, but if you get, you know, 7,000 this year, 7,000 last year, that you know there's those are rating points so that um, amount to more money from advertisers that's how the system works freak nation your thoughts you could chime in on our comments on facebook and of course youtube if you're watching this and if you're playing along with us on the freak radio network you could chime in on twitter at speed freaks or therefore on instagram and of course facebook they had caricatures or as richie said comic bookie animation for the drivers and the first one that richie sent to us this afternoon is we were prepping for the show uh, if you're watching this on youtube or facebook live you'll see this graphic you'll see tyler reddick in the middle <laughs> and that does not look like tyler reddick Red, reddick in the middle uh-uh. um so, to be honest, none of the three of those guys, Chase Briscoe, Tyler Reddick, or Ryan Blaney, look much like their caricature. Statman, is that, what is that? Is that called a cleft chin? What do you call that kind of chin? Uh, on on Chase Briscoe? Yeah. A mistake. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I took a glance at that, and am I wrong? That looks like Kyle Busch to me. And then I looked at the it name, does. I'm like, that's not Kyle Busch. That's Chase Briscoe. Looks like a chunkier Kyle Busch. It does. Yeah, yeah, it looks more like Kyle Busch than it does Chase Briscoe. You're right. <laughs> yeah. And Tyler Reddick, I, he's 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 worn a beard from time to time. When I saw that, I looked, uh, went to my Google machine and tried to find some pictures of him, and he did have a beard once or twice last year, but uh, you know that it wasn't nearly as dark as that, or defined as that, or yeah, complete no. as that. His skin is not that dark either. I mean, Tyler, I love you, but he's a ginger with some Irish in him. He's pasty white. Yeah, there's not a lot of red in there, no, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> All right, uh, here's Michael McDowell. If Again, if you're watching this, if you're listening to it, I'm sorry. You can go back and watch it on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. First glance, right. who does Michael McDowell look like? Uh, the drummer from no. Green Day. Driver. I was going to say what driver. <laughs> to me, just glance, Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. He also, he's another one that looks like a WWE guy. Look at those, look at those biceps. He, right. he could, he could pick up the car and throw it across the finish line. <laughs> that is greatness. Okay. Can I put some context behind this a little bit too? It'll make a little bit more sense to people. So this is something that Fox Sports has been doing for a couple of years. They did it on their uh, NFL coverage for the last couple of years. All of their graphics look exactly the same across all of their sports coverage. So this is what they do. Anytime they show a player or a driver, instead of showing their headshot, they're showing these cartoon-like 
graphics of these drivers and players. So that's what we're talking about here. And they've been doing this for a couple of years now across NASCAR and the NFL. But this is the first time where it just really caught my eye. We're like, <laughs> my God, those are just awful. And I wasn't the only one talking about this on Twitter as well. So it's been oh, blowing up all day on, on NASCAR Twitter. And uh, the one that killed me was Tyler Reddick because I have never seen him wear a beard ever. And I don't, so I do not understand who was putting together the graphics package for Fox, but giving Tyler Reddick a beard did not make any sense at all. Yeah, they probably. I hope hope Tyler responds to our tweet on Twitter to try and figure out why they gave him a beard. They might have a dozen people all together that they parcel out for football, baseball, and NASCAR. And, you know, they just come as close as they can and then fill in the blanks. And that's the way it works, maybe. All right, let's get to Denny Hamlin. Again, if you're watching this, this is fantastic. If you're listening to it, we'll do our best to describe this, Freak Nation. Uh, Here's Denny Hamlin. Oh. And (laughs) Okay, hold on a second, Crash. Are you ready for this? Yes, yes. First dude I thought of when I saw that? Joy Fatone of NSYNC. <laughs> no, no. Go right? back to Denny Hamlin. Denny Hamlin has, he does not have defined cheekbones like that. Look. He looks like an American Indian. He, yeah, but his cheekbones, what's going on there? That's not, and the fierce eyes. What? <laughs> oh, Richie, who does, he, who does Denny Hamlin look like to you there? I, I don't have a particular person in mind. I just can't get over the fact that Denny doesn't have any eyebrows in this particular graphic. <laughs> yeah, he, he does have, but they're lost in the shadows of his uh, eye sockets. But, you he know, he looks like he might be uh, a young Clint Eastwood, you know, like maybe he said, you, uh, what's that line that he used? Make for, my day. Yeah, you would make my day. Make yeah, Make my make day or my day. do you punk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this shot. There you and that, go. He's holding that finger up like, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. You love me. Yes, you love me. Yeah, maybe he's maybe he's the the Wiz Khalifa who was singing. You know, that's where they got the picture from. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, oh boy. You've got to have fun with this stuff because when you see again the animation of these dudes. That's not Tyler Reddick. It's it's a uh, it's like he should be modeling some freaking organic soap, you know, soap on a rope. Wait, what? No, 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 no! Stop right now, Crasher. You're 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 the one that has the mind going there. No. Gee, someone volunteered some information. I didn't say anything about dropping. I said soap on a rope. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long weekend. Yeah, all of us. You're the. Did you interview him in Indianapolis last year? You've been closer yeah. to him than anybody. Yeah, he, I know. That's why I'm like, he, he's pasty white. He's not that. Did he look That's like that at all with the beard no, and the dark hair and everything? No, no, no. And honestly, Tyler Reddick is probably one of the nicest drivers. They're trying to make him look all fierce, and he can look fierce, but. That's not the real time. Yeah, plus he likes us. So, you know, yeah. he's he's a world-class guy. When he yes, got he punted by Chase Briscoe at Bristol last year, it was right there. Tyler Reddick had the win in his sights and then got punted in turn three and four. Well, that was the Long- dirt race at Bristol, wasn't it? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When he got punted, 40 other drivers would have mother-effed Chase Briscoe. Not Tyler. 
Nope. That probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Is that what he sounded like? Yeah, it's all right. Wait, sounds like his picture. Damn. Soap on a rope. Evergreen. Was that some evergreen? Evergreen. Batman, do you use soap or do you use a loofah? What do you use? I use sandpaper. <laughs> good good belt sanders. You know, that takes care of everything. <laughs> Statman sandpaper. <laughs> Greatness. That sandpaper on a rope. Yeah, maybe I'll try that next. Sticks. One of the greatest rock and roll bands in the history of mankind. Lead singer Lawrence Gowan joins us next. Beat Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Do you have an idea for a book, fiction, nonfiction, or a children's book? We can help you put it together and bring it to market at Dorrance Publishing. We have thousands of testimonials from people just like you that we've helped get their books sold in stores and online. We've even got a service called The Writer's Coach. It's perfect for people that have a book idea in their head and they just need someone to help them put it on paper. Dorrance Book Publishing has been helping people just like you who have a book idea, written or not, for over 100 years. Imagine being counted among the most famous authors in the world with your very own book. Call right now and let us help you turn a book idea into reality. It's easier than you think. You just need a little help. Call us now. 800-879-4098. 800-879-4098. 800-879-4098. That's 800-879-4098. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their legacy of speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Brought to you in part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. 
I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation arguably they're one of the greatest bands in the history of rock and roll. It sticks millions and millions of records. Uh, they just finished up a residency in Las Vegas. They're on tour as we speak. We caught up with the lead singer, Lawrence Gowan, earlier. Fantastic interview and insight from this dude who's been around the business for 40-plus years. Lawrence Gowan here at Speed Freak Spits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Freak Nation, we were talking earlier how we've run the gamut with Styx members here in the Freak Nation over the last five or six years. J.Y., Tommy Shaw, Shukermenson, why not? Let's go with your lead singer, Lawrence Gowan, joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Lawrence, by the time this airs, I believe you will have wrapped up your residency at the Venetian in Las Vegas. Let's go back to your days in your 20s. And you, and you think to yourself, why in the hell would we be on the strip? Why would my band be in Las Vegas? Uh, has your mood or your, your opinion changed about Las Vegas versus when you were in your 20s or early 30s? What a fantastic question, because <clears throat> I have to usually point that out to people. In the 1970s, when I started, you know, playing professionally, if you want to call it that, uh, you know, playing clubs in Canada, uh, the idea of playing in Las Vegas was really relegated to kind of show bands and, and kind of, uh, you know, the, the old style of showbiz, which, you know, we now look at as being incredibly classic. But that wasn't the place that rock bands aspired to want to play one day. However, when I joined Sticks, which was 24 years ago, and we came here for the very first time, we actually played. I'm, I'm going to point. By the way, this is not my home. I don't. I don't live in a French provincial, uh, like <laughs> Louis the Fourteenth type of a type of a place. It is gorgeous. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm looking out the window here. If you look, you can see the International Hotel right there. That's where Elvis played. Like, hang on, screwing that up. There we go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, that's where Elvis played. Um, I think it was 837, as I recall, in the statue. Sold out. And that's the first place that Sticks ever played in Las Vegas. And it became immediately apparent that rock music, particularly classic rock, now kind of rules the city as far as entertainment goes. And I mean, right now, 
just up and down the the, the, the strip here. You know, there there are world class acts uh, that, that you know Adele is playing up the road, and then you, you know, I, I look and I see Aerosmith are coming, and and you know every classic band, Def Leppard and you know Foreigner are coming here in a couple of weeks, and it's just one after another. Uh, I went across the road last night and saw Love again. You know the Beatles, Love, and so you realize that, that rock music really, as it became as it has become the, the great musical statement of the last half of the 20th century, it seems almost natural that it has taken over this, uh, this mecca of entertainment uh, for the world. His name is Lawrence Gowan, lead singer of Styx. As you heard, 24 years ago, uh, he joined Styx, joining us here in the Lucas Oil studio in the Speed Freaks Bits. Uh, Crash of the Crown, of course, was cut prior to COVID. During COVID, was released a couple of years ago. Finally, we've got that behind us. Yeah. Are there times when you're out on tour, whether it's in this residency in Vegas or prior to the residency, that you think back and 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 look at yourself and going, "Wow, I'm an old bastard out here still kicking ass," and the <laughs> fact that I can kick ass with the grandkids of the fans that I had in my twenties. <laughs> you can never second guess old bastards. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you never know what they're going to come up with. Uh, you know, I, I, Stats just he's just shaking his head. So, but, you know, yeah. yeah uh, I think oh, wait, Lawrence, I'm I'm cut. I'm sorry to cut you off, but sure, the what you described on the strip, only the boomers can afford to see those shows. That's why those shows are getting there. Everybody else, if they had a choice. There'd be, you know, different kind of music there, but boomers are demanding sticks and people like them, the Beatles, and uh, they're that's what they can afford. The only people that can afford two hundred and fifty dollars for a seat. Well, that is a, a, a way of looking at it, and uh, that may be that may be true. <laughs> that's, that's that's a perspective I perhaps hadn't uh, considered. But there are a lot of younger acts here. I mean, Britney Spears plays here. I can't afford her tickets. <laughs> so, you know, there you go. Yeah. I mean, Adele is up the road. I mean, if we all scrape together our, 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 our money, we might be able to get standing room for one of us. <laughs> so, I don't know really if that's really uh, all that accurate stat, but you know, you're the stat man. So I'll go with you. <laughs> But you guys, like getting back to Kenny's old bastard comment, I mean, you guys are having fun. I think it was an interview. Kenny brought up COVID. I think it was right after we were kind of starting to climb out of COVID that you brought up the fact that the lifeblood of any band is playing and being able to successfully see your audience engaging and having fun with what you're doing. You guys are decades proof of that. Yeah, it's it's. It's the part of, of music that I think is the most essential. First of all, it is a language, right? We we are communicating in real life when you know when we're face to face, and it's a it's a mysterious language that we really don't fully comprehend why it, it affects us the way that it does, uh, regardless of age or <laughs> income. <laughs> it does have it does have an effect on us that is is the closest thing I think to magic that I've ever really encountered in my life, and and. Uh, to experience music in that manner is the, to me the heightened uh, it's, it's the heightened way of, of enjoying it. So I love, I love the, the whole 
everything that happens at a rock concert. A rock concert is the greatest form of entertainment I've ever encountered in my life. Uh, going to, you know, the last show I saw before the uh, before 2020 was Elton John, and the first show I saw back mm -hmm. was Genesis. And uh, you know, I've been to those shows. I've been to a lot of. I go to a lot of metal shows with my with my son because he's big on that. And the, these are the most visceral experiences that I've ever had as far as entertainment goes. So I, I can I kind of concur with with audiences and how they enjoy it. Oh. Lawrence Gowan, lead singer, Sticks. I was listening to Crash of the Crown. Dude, you got some pipes. That's that was a wonderful. Uh, I love that. That's not you know to be frank, Sticks is not my go-to. But uh, I I love that. Was the song? Did it come from a climate change point of view, or I noticed there's some you know get along without you kind of stuff, or we'll go to the edge of the world or the edge yeah. of the ocean. But yeah. what what's the genesis of Crash of the Crown? That's a great question, Stan. I think first of all, you know, do you you you. you you call together a group of songs and then you begin to see that there's some sort of underlying theme or underlying thread that, that connects them. I look at Crash of the Crown as an, an album of songs that are, generally speaking, uh, they, they hint at a, a theme of, of renewal after a cataclysmic event. And we found that really curious that we started writing those songs and began recording those songs in, uh, in 2019. And when 2020 happened and, and we were in March and we suddenly got sent home, uh, we didn't really go back to the album for about two or three months. When we listened to it, we were really surprised. It's like so many of these songs are kind of hinting at this sort of cataclysmic thing that will happen, but a, but a spirit of renewal that comes out of it. Well, that's exactly what we're in right now. And we thought that's probably what people could, could relate to it at this time. And when we finally came back out on the road in 2021 in June in, in America, uh, the album went to number one on Billboard's rock album chart. And so obviously people really, it resonated with them in a, in a very uh, uh, realistic way. I love the images on the video. Uh, it, do, does the band have any say in that or do you turn it over to a producer and, you know, are surprised like the rest of us when you see it? Bit of both. First of all, the artwork that's done on the album, I think is really I, I love it, you know, and that's why it's the big backdrop that we've been using. And uh, no, I met a couple of young guys again through my son, metal guys, who uh, <laughs> who do videos and uh, are really good at doing lyric videos, which I I happen to really enjoy because they're they're almost like an extension of of the album cover experience in that you're not entirely going on on a uh, on a, on a video trip, but you're actually it's almost like you're looking at the artwork and and following the lyrics through. In a, in a manner that we used to do when when you when you'd be holding an album cover. So thanks, I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you enjoyed them. What are album covers, dude? You've gone into oh, yeah. So <laughs> back back in the last century, when when paper and vinyl were abundant, <laughs> there was this experience we had called an album, and it was great. It was actually it was a CD, except it was much bigger. <laughs> It had two sides. Yeah, it was. We can get together and talk about those days. <laughs> the needle made it work. And a needle. You needed a needle, yes, to make it work. Well, I knew Lawrence was going to continue to talk and talk and talk, and we'll turn this into a, a two-parter. 
Lawrence, can you hang around for another segment, bud? If I, if you guys will stay awake, I'll hang around. Do you have an idea for a book, fiction, nonfiction, or a children's book? We can help you put it together and bring it to market at Dorrance Publishing. We have thousands of testimonials from people just like you that we've helped get their books sold in stores and online. We've even got a service called The Writer's Coach. It's perfect for people that have a book idea in their head and they just need someone to help them put it on paper. Dorrance Book Publishing has been helping people just like you who have a book idea, written or not, for over 100 years. Imagine being counted among the most famous authors in the world with your very own book. Call right now and let us help you turn a book idea into reality. It's easier than you think. You just need a little help. Call us now. 800-879-4098. That's 800-879-4098. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Brought to you in part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do, it's outdoor life is what it is.
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, you're back in Lucas Oil Studios, Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. The Clash, your winner, Martin Truex Jr. And we continue on with our interview with Lawrence Gallon, lead singer of Sticks, multi-platinum selling band, one of the greatest rock and roll bands in the history of mankind. It's part two of our interview with Lawrence Gallon, front man of Sticks. And I want to get back to the, of course, the metal conversation. <laughs> my, my eyes were opened up when I was emceeing an event at the Old Sound Warehouse in Dallas where it was Motorhead and Wasp. They had an appearance there, and, of course, many fans show up to get all kinds of things autographed. And one of the provisions was Lemmy got an unlimited – Lemmy, the lead singer of Motorhead, got an unlimited um, – uh, what I say, a limited choice of CDs at the time, and I followed Lemmy into the, and, and I think he still denied it till to his deathbed. Or was I saw him pick up some Journey albums or Journey CDs, and I thought, man, if my metal hero yeah. can listen to Journey, then I can listen to Journey. And listening to you talk about how Slayer comes to your shows and you go to Slayer shows, yeah. I just look at the ignorance that I had as a twenty-something where. Yeah, metal heads can dig ballads like sticks. It's first of all, we were on the bill in Sweden with Motorhead for Sweden Rock, which is a giant, uh, you know, basically metal festival. But we went over fantastic, and even going in, you know, we thought, do we have enough leather and chains to do this gig? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't really. Um, so we wound up wearing our uh, our usual um, uh, flamboyant <laughs> 70s type uh, stage clothes, you know, which are kind of uh, unapologetically uh, over the top. Audience, absolutely. I mean, literally, it was us and Motorhead. We were on face-to-face -face stages. It's a great festival, the Sweden Rock. And uh, yeah, we we learned very quickly that a lot of metal people they can trace a lot of their roots back to a lot of uh, classic rock groups. I have to say though, Kenny, the, when you said that first, you, I, I sometimes you you suppose what the person is say. You uh, you said, and I was really surprised to see that Lemmy picked up some. And when you said, I thought you were going to say germs, but anyway, I'm glad you did. Uh, journey, journey. pick up some journey. <laughs> Oh, thank you. Oh boy. Wow. <laughs> it is Las Vegas after all. Uh, I yes. I should have a drummer standing by. He was in our studio once and uh, with all the uh, brown alcohol that he <laughs> consumed, I don't think one germ would survive. Could have survived in the man's body. He had one person who was in charge of just filling his red cup when he would just raise it. The guy would come running in and fill it up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he was kind of legendary in a lot of ways. I also thought he was one of the most quotable people in any in interview. I'm sure it went great. Wait a minute. I got, I, Kenny, I got to take the time for this. One of the great sound bites in Speed Freaks history, and we've been doing this, Lawrence, for almost 23 years. He talked about, it was about five years after 9-11, our attack on our being here in America. Right. And he talked about the difference between touring in America before 9-11 and after 9-11. Yeah. 
You have some of that experience, I would assume. What is what is your experience? Do you see anything different in America, especially now, maybe after the pandemic? Have things changed uh, in yeah. your uh, assessment when you come to America and see what's going on? Yeah, it, it, yes. Both those events, uh, there was a, a, a noticeable, whatever you want to call it, a, 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 a palpable, <laughs> noticeable difference in in the whole kind of uh, uh, emotion of the country. I mean, now after 9-11, of course, it was, the, the both are very different. After 9-11, we, uh, just a couple of months after it happened, we actually got to tour the site because we were mounting um, some, uh, charity concerts for uh, um, for the victims or the fa- the, vic- the uh, families of the victims, uh, particularly of uh, the New Jersey firefighters that uh, were there. They lost 37 uh, people on that day. Um, but we were mounting these these concerts. We we visited the site, and there was this. I, as a Canadian, you know, and I, I noticed that there was this steely resolve in in america and in, in americans that uh you know this however people here perceive the the value of their freedom it was not going to be compromised and i i was really impressed with that quite honestly that's uh, the first show we did back was an ordeal even to get there because all the there were no flights and they, i remember it was it was a, a planes no it was no planes it was just trains and automobiles to actually get to the site it was in kansas and the audience was the emotional re- release of that first show was really something to witness and and i loved that in a different way, after after the pandemic, this is a great question, actually. The, after the pandemic, our first show back, they had staggered the seating at first. This was in June of 2021, where they sold every other row. And um, that was a different type of emotion. That, was, um, that had to do with a lot of people everywhere had lost someone or seen someone be adversely affected in, in a lot of ways. And everyone was really coming out of a you know, an, an unknown kind of fear, you know, we, we really didn't know what, what to be afraid of or what, you know, how to, how to kind of, how to measure our, our response. And it was different for everyone, but there was a, um, there were tears, quite honestly, particularly, you could see that up front, there were tears in people that had really missed the experience. And, and I, I actually started thinking, maybe I haven't wasted all my time on planet earth, just having fun. It actually does affect people in a great way. I just want to be near music every single day. But when I see what it does to people, and that's part of the answer I was giving you with, with why, why a live concert is so important. uh, It really does lift people's entire being. And I felt that probably more after the, uh, after the pandemic and a different sense after, after nine 11, that was more of, that was more of a, a, a pushback, you know, there was more of a resilience that we're going to, we're going to push back on this. The other one was more of an emotional, oh, we made it, we made it through. There was more of a united feeling of we made it through. That's a great responsibility that the music industry has, you know, to keep people in general just entertained, but keeping them connected to life in general in a nicer way. I, I fully agree. I fully agree. I, I honestly, you, you, 
you you never to perceive that from the stage is is you know for the most part you're just perceiving applause etc but when you really can feel the, the this is a this is a true exchange of 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 emotional uplifting vibes you do feel like this is important and another great testimony testimony to it is for example i used to be really surprised at how many times my doctor wanted to come to shows and just the other night, just the other night, my, the surgeon that did both my knees, because I had both knees done. <laughs> Bionic man. He was at the show. And I, I would be thinking, you're like a surgeon. You're These are doctors. These are really important people uh, with, you know, why would they get? And then I begin to realize, no, they need this. They need this release. They need this to kind of to to put some perspective on their on the on the rest of their lives. And music provides that as well. You talk about the way music touches you that you listen to, whether it's Kiss, Country. Yeah. What about writing music mm. and feeling that music in your bones and your brain and every fabric of your body? Is that a different feeling than watching Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons shred versus you sitting behind a piano? Are those feelings different in the appreciation of music? First of all, yeah, they're entirely different. When you're writing something, uh, that can be kind of gut wrenching, quite honestly. It's a really that's that's where the work is involved, you know. Quite honestly, I find that that uh, the, the writing is that's that's the most difficult part because you you're confronted with all this great music and you want to write you want to come up with something that can in some way be worthy of people's ears and their time, and uh, so there's there's a lot of there's a lot of you know tearing your hair out to a certain degree and, and a, a lot of kind of, you know, really confronting yourself in the mirror to go, is this, is this worthy of, uh, of, of standing up to any sort of longevity? So that's difficult. The great thing I love about being in a band is that you have your best critics right there in the room with you and they'll say, no, no, that's not it. And then suddenly when they say, yes, that's a good idea. And we can, we can take that a bit further you feel like you uh, you feel like you've done your, your your labor the labor part of music has been has been rewarded just in that moment you know so I know we'll we'll do a couple of newer songs tonight that um, recently we've had you know I can relate to that moment in the room where suddenly the idea was the right one but up until then it, it can be days of torture before you hit upon something that just really is is doing what it's supposed to do. Motorsports Radio, redefined. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. Back in the day, you guys did everything you could with what you had. Yeah. 
So we thought it would be more fun to take everything we have today and put everything you had over top of it. How about that? Wow. MAV-TV presents Legacy of Speed. This is the story of the cars, the men who built them, and the men who raced them. This is their Legacy of Speed on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. There's a price war in the insurance business, and you may be paying too much. Call the Term Lifeline right now and see if you can save 40%. Half-million-dollar plans and up, that's our specialty, even great smokers' rates. Protect your family today. Call the Term Lifeline right now for a free quote. 866-549-TERM. 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 The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Watching you part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to say it's... Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-745-3070. That's 800-745-3070. Tire delivers. Man, new car, new oil. What kind of oil should I put in this thing? I can't figure that out. I gotta get something. I'm here in the ATPA pits. Maybe I ought to go check somebody out, see what they suggest. This freaking segment is brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. Lucas Oil. Keep that engine alive. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Sometimes I just don't understand the mindset of motorsports marketing. And the golden chalice, of course, is audience. Where to get it and how to keep it. NASCAR has been turning over rocks for 20 years, looking for more people to look at its shows. Last year, it found one answer in South Central Los Angeles, of all places. It put a show in the L.A. Coliseum and bought in Urban Entertainment to support it. 
Their reward was box office and TV ratings success. Then there's IndyCar. Its audience is shrinking no matter what it believes or what it tells us. So what's it do? This week it put its preseason show behind armed guards in bulletproof vests at a millionaire's retreat in the Southern California desert. To top it off, they called the affair an open test. I'll give them this. I wasn't there, but if you think enough of me, a fan, and a member of the media that talks to fans, if you think enough of me to hide behind armed guards on streets paved with gold, you miss the point entirely. You don't need to be in South Central, but you need to be somewhere where armed guards aren't needed to keep me away. Didn't you think what this looked like? Obviously not. Peace. Your stat man, Scat, here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios. Grammy's still going on. The Clash is not. Your winner, Martin Truex Jr. And Richard C. Squavi, you shot us a text in regards to Kyle Busch and the 2023 Clash. Disrespect from everybody. Do you care to share with the Freak Nation uh, what this story has to do with Kyle Busch and the disrespect? Shocker, Kyle Busch was not pleased by not winning the clash earlier tonight. So this is a quote from the press conference after the race. He said, last year's show I felt was relatively clean and good racing, some bumping, some banging, but we could run long stretches of green flag action, where today was, I would call it a disaster with the disrespect from everybody of just driving through each other and not just letting everything kind of work its way out. 15 plus cautions in the 150 lap main eventer tonight. And Kyle Busch is probably not wrong about that. Okay. I thought you were going to go into the realm of disrespect by the fans. Okay. Disrespect drivers upon each other. Uh, Okay. Yeah, you're right. He is onto a little something. Right after Wiz Khalifa, there was far too much delay. So, yeah. Good for him speaking out. So, it's just disrespect of dudes driving over each other. I was going to ask Statman this. In all seriousness, Statman, how do you eliminate that? How do you eliminate these drivers uh, turning their cars into bulldozers? Or can you? No, I don't think you can. Uh, This is a non-points race. It's a show uh, on a strange track. They don't race on a quarter-mile track anywhere else. Uh, so the, the drivers have to get used to racing on something different. If it's not a mile and a half, high speed, get out of my way kind of track, leave me alone. I'm a two-time champion, and if you don't let me win, then you're disrespecting me. Uh, I think that a lot of drivers have that attitude, and when uh, I think it's going to continue this year where new names and new faces are going to be at the sharp end of the field and that's going to be hard for some of the older drivers to get used to Hmm. curious if nascar polices this a little bit more finds a way to rectify the situation because their idea with the clash in south central los angeles is to bring in new eyeballs but if they're spending half of the second half of the race under caution you're going to lose people rather than maintain uh, maintain some of the that new audience that you hope to have gained. 
And no, you're you're on hundred percent right. I think that uh, the drivers, you know, I've said always that drivers, whatever track they're racing on, they don't like, and whatever kind of racing happens, they're not happy with it unless they win. So at any race, uh, this the, there was uh, what twenty five or so cars in the fly in the feature. Uh, so there's only one guy that's happy, and the rest of the twenty four are unhappy. And Kyle Busch happened to be one of the rest of the twenty four. He finished third, so uh, he's unhappy. And um, but I think there's going like I said, there's going to be a lot of that this year as uh, new faces show up at the front of the line. Which we saw a lot of last year. Yeah, exactly, and exactly. Yes, it's the changing of the guard. Yep. Not a bad thing. And it's tough to make this race your barometer on how the season's going to go. I, I, I didn't expect, I don't expect Dylan and Kyle Busch to be running in the top five the majority of the season. Kyle Busch, certainly a little bit more of a contender in my eyes than Austin Dillon is, but it's not a great barometer on how the season's going to go because of what Kyle Busch just said, just the, the disrespect of bulldozing those in front of you. Yeah, I mean, some of the stuff that they did today would probably work even on the half mile at Bristol. But uh, this is a quarter mile track. They don't race on a quarter mile anywhere else. And the drivers aren't used to this. And they drive like they normally drive and they don't change their uh, their 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 uh, style to race in a style that's not conducive to what they're used to. And that's 200 miles an hour on a mile and a half oval. And Crasher, this isn't a track. The the turns two and three and three and four at Bristol. The degree of banking there <laughs> compared to the Coliseum, I and you can't throw it into Mm-mm. the Coliseum track like you can here, which frankly aids them in some of these issues of bulldozing dudes, which they've got at Bristol. Aids them. It, you it, mean it helps them, them to helps, run into no, each other? No, no, no. It, it prevents you're, – you're able to run it harder into two and three and three and four at Bristol right. versus what you're doing in Los Angeles. Yeah, absolutely, because the banking helps you there. Right. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You got your – for all intents and purposes, the NASCAR season kicking off, at least with the – again, the the exhibition of the class, uh, clash. Fun to watch – but uh, I don't think you take you should take it too seriously and think that the season's over just because of what you saw. <laughs> or that these guys are going to be the what the season's about. And Martin Truex and Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch are going to be the competing for the championship. I'm just saying Joey Logano won the clash last year and he won the title. Yeah, well, I don't think I hope I'm a I'm a, um, a Martin Truex fan. But I don't know that he is going to compete for the championship. I don't know who will. He had 19 winners last year. He could have 25 this year. You <laughs> know, know what we sound like, Statman? We sound like those pontificators after week one in the NFL season right. where the Detroit, Detroit Lions win their first <laughs> win their first GDM game. And my God, the Lions will be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, right. And people in Detroit ought to be buying Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Tattoos, baby. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's what they pay us the big bucks for is to pontificate and get people freaking riled up. Dan. Yeah, and wear orange hats. There you go. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's actually red, Stat. Is that red? All right. Yeah, it's red. <laughs> Lucas Oil on one side, General Tire on the other, and Lucas Oil smack down the middle. Of course, it's paying you know, I like it because you you put your head down a lot when you're looking at things that you need to monitor for the show. Oh, just, so when you do that, oh, that's all we see is yeah. this big red mass. <laughs> <laughs> We're paying homage, and uh, again, I, I, I'm finding a way to incorporate our good friend Greg Cazzo into the show moving forward, and he's a gentleman who passed away in the middle of December, and if you are in motorsports, it, you don't even need six degrees of Kevin Bacon. You are a degree or two away from what Greg Cazzo did, representing Lucas Oil and Mad TV and a number of other products out there. We lost him in the middle of December, but um, as we said at his uh, remember it's his memorial crash or many people said, we're not going to forget that guy. And oh. I don't want, I don't want to forget him on this show. So I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of something to come up where we honor cause in a freak way, every freaking Sunday night here in the freak nation. Well, the hat is a very good way to kick it off. And yeah. if you wear that hat in the show's final segment, every show from now on, yeah. it's just awesomeness. Well, that's my yeah. point. It's, it's actually, frankly, it's sexy. It <laughs> you are a sexy beast. All right. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's That'll one. That's one way to describe it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe before the Super Bowl, maybe, maybe, or maybe. Okay, we'll have some news for your Freak Nation. Pretty awesome news. That's my alarm reminded we got a break coming up. <laughs> I don't leave anything for chance, dog. We will be running a best of show, though, Super Bowl Sunday, because all of you will be watching the Super Bowl, most likely. But after that, it's the Daytona 500. Yeah. And we'll be back live to talk about that big, massive weekend. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. Richard C. Squabby, thank you for uh, looking fat and happy there, like our good friends at Lucas Oil, lucasoil.com there. Take your hat off real quick, quickly. Take it off. Oh, yeah. I want to see the flow. That man, shoot the juice to the moose. And cut it loose. From the lab to Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. General Tire delivers. As a trucker, you've seen every kind of road condition out there. One of the toughest is icy, freezing weather, which can thicken diesel fuel and plug system filters. That's why you need Lucas Anti-Gel Cold Weather Diesel Treat. It prevents fuel gelling in extremely cold temperatures, lowers the cold filter plugging point of diesel and biodiesel fuels, and removes moisture from the entire fuel system. In turn, you get maximum performance and reliability. For more info, visit lucasoil.com. Lucas Oil, keep that engine alive. It's edgy and downright offensive at times. So he wins my What an Idiot for the month of July. See the world of NASCAR through their eyes. Hey, it's TJ, Brett, and Freddie. Superstar guests and plenty of hot takes. And we are door bumper clear. NASCAR hits Mad TV with door bumper clear. Only on Mad TV, Motorsports Network. 
The biggest racing series in America is coming to your town. It's time to mark your calendar. Get ready for the wildest festival of speed in the Midwest. The Enjoy Illinois 300, presented by Ticket Smarter. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Don't be on the outside looking in. Get your tickets now at www.raceway.com. Brought you in part by the Office of Illinois Tourism and Illinois South Tourism. Packages start at $29.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Terms and conditions apply. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. Now you can get Vivint's award-winning home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the best professionally installed home security system of 2022. And right now, you can get Vivint's home security technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation from a licensed technician. Protect your home and loved ones for as low as a dollar a day. Call right now for your free home security consultation. 800-569-5802. 800-569-5802. That's 800-569-5802. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save. Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. <laughs> Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-745-3070. That's 800-745-3070. 